Yeah, I think we're okay. Sweet. Yo, 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 podcast number nine with Andrew. Hi. Introduce yourself. I'm Andrew. From where? Well, uh, probably anyone who uh, is listening to this probably knows me from Attention Deficit. What are you saying? Our demographic skews punk rock? Well, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. You might know, know Attention Deficit as the, the band that uh, officially buried Mutant Pop Records. <laughs> I think that's one thing we got under our uh, hat, under our belt. Currently in a band called The Age of Rockets. Anything in between? Um, I was in the Tattletales briefly. That's true, yes. I forgot about that. Anything else in between? No. We list some of those side projects, because they're like 100, aren't there? Um, well, the newest one is the fake emo band called uh, Danger at the Box Social. <laughs> Danger with an exclamation point, of course. Okay. Um, is there any other way to be? <laughs> not at all. And, if not, uh, it wouldn't be Danger. See, you know, it's that doesn't no. have that urgency. Right, right, right. Because then it's just like, eh, well, Danger. And there's uh, the Robot Explosion. Okay. It's kind of like a, a, a female version of uh, the Age of Rockets. Reminds me of the Postal Service. Oh, yeah. I mean... I like to rip them off pretty hardcore. I feel like there's other bands I'm in, but they're all like fake side projects. Okay, um, going with fake, yes. we'll go with Attention Deficit and yes. Hegemony. Oh my god. To know death also, you have to fuck life in the garden. So correct me if I'm wrong, but the Age of Rockets started as just you. Yeah. But subsequently, you've added additional members of Saul and Bess, correct? It is true. Saul and Bess are now in the band. I am doing well. I'm on a roll. Now, Sweet. how do you compare the band when it was just you versus now when it's with more people? Uh, well, we haven't actually even really started recording with them. So everything that exists on MySpace is pretty much just me. But what about the songwriting? Has that changed or anything about the live show? Well, it's, it's a little bit more, uh, I, I guess, dark and uh, aggressive, whereas I'm kind of more about uh, longing and pop. Is that because of their direct influence or... Just... Yeah, I'd say so. They're they're uh... so they're jerks. I understand. No, I mean, yeah, they're jerks, but that has nothing to do with what they bring to the table. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, complete bastards. And they're in, they've got a couple of side projects themselves, or their own thing. Their right? own things. Uh, Saul is in uh, or has been for longer than he was in Age of Rockets. He's 
with a guy named Chris Garneau, mm-hmm. who is ridiculously good. He's a kind of piano, really slow ballad. You'd hate him. I probably, I think I already hate him now. Yeah, he's, uh, he's if, if you like slow music, mm-hmm. it's exceptionally amazing. He's on uh, a label with, I think, Pinback. No, no, idea. no clue. No, let's. I so can lie. Funny, he's the on Venn he, diagrams. He's on a label with uh, Nickelback. Nickelback. No, God, no. Any if you have the word back in your name, you're on a label with him. Okay, it's like a law. Backstreet Boys. Mm. That's the only other band I can think of with back. So, do their side projects interfere with the age of rockets, or how do you feel? Like, how do you work all that stuff out? Saul was in Chris Garneau first, so that always kind of takes priority. Mm-hmm. Um, worst comes to worst, I can always play shows solo, right. so it really doesn't... No, 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 don't talk about that yet. That's one of the questions for okay. now. Well, they, uh, Bess uh, is just about to put out her solo album, I think. She called me up drunkenly last night and told me that the uh, the recording, the tracking for the album just finished. So oh, that's great. I imagine probably within about a month or so, her schedule is kind of be, going to become conflicted as well. What would you like to hear? In general? Uh, no, next on the on the quote-unquote radio show. Oh, um, I don't know. Oh, okay, how about um, uh, the band uh, Kiss Kiss? Okay. They, uh, the song is called uh, Satellite. We just play with them at uh, Knitting Factory, and they just toured with the Ataris. Oh, wow. They're, they're really crazy good. They're on Eyeball Records, which, you know, might send shivers down some people's spine because I think they discovered Thursday in My Chemical Romance. But uh, they, they're, they're orchestral they and insane. Again, I'm going to be wrong here. Did they do um, real, not real big fish, the other, the, the aquabats? For some reason, I think that's I an eyeball. Anyway, I, someone I check know. and write in and again, tell me I'm a jackass. Here's um, <laughs> Kiss Kiss with Satellite. <laughs> You shot your pictures through the air All the people on the earth They shot through it And I hope they disappear Let's light We weren't ready To prove the time was never there All the people on the earth Feel so lonely Feel after someone's there
Holy crap, that song was good. Yes, it was. Kiss, kiss. Ugh, God, so, it hurts. Do you want a uh, attention deficit question, or would you like an Age of Rockets question? Um, I'll take I'll take attention deficit. Let's get those oh, out of the way. <laughs> there's only one. It's only oh, this okay. one, I think. Then I'll answer it as um, honestly and brutally as I can. So Timbo said that attention deficit oh. was pop punk of the future. Mm. You remember that quote? I, I do recall that. Does that make the Age of Rockets the post-pop punk of the future? I don't even know. I think... Uh, if you kind of look at what uh, what John and I are doing musically now, there's absolutely no punk rock in any of it. Maybe like, you know, little little whispers of it. So I feel like probably we've grown out of it. Well, that's something else that is another one of my questions, and we'll go right into it because what the hell. You come from a punk rock background. Yes. But again, I wouldn't categorize. 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 Age of Rockets as a punk band, but more of a punk spirit in the music, I would say. Yeah. So, what punk rock do you listen to now, if any? And uh, <sighs> what is the, the either, take your pick, the GOAT of punk rock or the best punk rock band going now? GOAT being greatest of all time. Uh, well, I'd say um, you, can, you can debate what punk rock is until mm-hmm. the cows come home. And with that, you and can we're planning on doing debate right what, what emo and is now. and all that stuff. I mean, I, I have a very, very loose definition of what punk rock is, you know, like I consider it all. I, I'd say the Green Day's last last album is my favorite thing they've ever done. And I know people who feel that way. And it's, uh, I'd say that's... It's real good. Yeah, I, I like it more than Dookie. And I, I feel like I'm, I'm being as subjective as I can. Because, uh, you know, obviously Dookie was, you know, really important for A lot of everyone people. who ever listened to music. Not to overgeneralize. No, I think that's very fair. I mean, uh, especially, you know, period. that at that year we were all, what, like, between 14? the ages of 10 and 14. And yeah. 13, that's just 14. right when you start listening to music. So, okay. But I, I think that was great. And uh, I guess the thing I should be ashamed about, but I'm not, is uh, Taking Back Sunday. Mm-hmm. Is, I think, one of my absolute favorite. I call them a guilty pleasure band if I felt guilty about it, but... You don't feel guilty about it. I don't. I know because their their fan base is disgusting and mm-hmm. awful, and uh, he sings like an asshole, and he's got that going for him, but if you... It, it could not even be them. It could be their producers, but like if you listen to their records, they do a lot of crazy interesting stuff that you just don't... Like vocally, like... The guy like, who uh, was working on the new Unlovables record, he was like assistant engineer on the last Taking Back Sunday album. I would love to talk to him because there's a lot of things where really like cool they'll guy. have background vocals because they do like a lot of kind of like counterpoint kind of things where Mm -hmm. like one person will be singing in like two different melodies at the same time but like what's later in the background of like a verse will become the 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 lead line in the in the bridge and just like it's not like you know revolutionary shit but it's 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 really kind of cute interesting kind of vocally done stuff and it's you know it's catchy and i'm sure if i ever went to see them live i'd completely fall out of love with them because of their fan base or how they carry themselves or what they look like i don't even want to know what they look like because they're I'm sure it would ruin the experience for me. So let's go to Taking Back Sunday. No, I, I would not do that to you people. But Cruelest Joke by Paper and Sand? Oh, yeah, they're um, a rock and roll band. Uh, they're, I guess uh, they're, they, they kind of remind me of uh, somewhere between Block Party and um, uh, Modest Mouse. Okay.
So now for that Age of Rockets question that I promised from before, I'm actually going to combine two, and it's not they're not even so much of they are questions as they are about comments, but talk to me about the win a date contest that you have going, <laughs> and then talk about... No, let's start talk about that, then we'll get to the next part. Okay, I feel like um, probably I should, I should preface uh, this with, uh, with uh, acknowledging that it, it is a reference to the state Okay, the, the old uh, MTV comedy show because I feel like some some of your listeners now available on iTunes. By the way, w- some of your listeners would probably call me out on this because you know maybe they're they're old enough or hip enough to have remembered it. But uh, hip enough with the state, I don't know about that. But okay. oh, they were fucking revolutionary. Uh, not a fan, actually. Really, I'm not a fan, and I hate to derail Did this you, conversation. No, I mean we can get back to. Do you like Kids in the Hall? I love Kids in the Hall. Do I think like... they're brilliant. It's I don't know. I just didn't find them all that funny. They did a few sketches that I really liked. Yeah, like the CD comp one where it was sitting on the dock of the <laughs> bay. That one I thought was pretty funny. Do you like Reno Nine One One? No, not really. Okay, and I imagine you don't like I Stella. Liked, I Stella's okay. Okay, a little too. To what's the word I'm looking for? Um, so you're an anti-Semite. Absolutely. That's what I'm getting from this. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, so you're going to have to make me keep that Bomu. part in. Conflagration. Scatological. Okay. For my taste, Stella. Okay. But I did like Viva Variety. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I feel like what Stella's really great at is... Um, Bringing it all back around. They they pivot on jokes mm-hmm. so quickly. Like, they'll, they'll give, like, just just enough words to have you barely stay with them for the pivot to like the, the next joke mm-hmm. if you if you really watch it and you're really like into it and you're you're staying with it it's like it's almost like kind of just like an emotional rush because it's like oh my god i i barely understand how they got to this point from the other yeah point. they do and they bring it back around well yeah. that way too um no i hear that what, what was the original question that we got to derail the, from this was the win a oh, date, the win a date. yeah so we ripped that off and it was uh if anyone who wants to you spilled the grape juice all over my nice white shoe. <laughs> That's another one I like. That's a good one. The the popes are coming. Um, <laughs> oh, the pope. The uh, you can come to New York, mm-hmm. or if you live in New York, you don't have to come here because you're here, and you can take us out to dinner where we will. You we pick the restaurant, okay, and um, you be, you get to have dinner with us. That sounds fair. I mean, you pick up the you pick up the tab, right? Of course, because I'm I you know I'm not made of money. Music is not a uh, a money making thing. A financial venture that is coming up roses. Yeah, you but will. you know, if you've got you know three hundred, four hundred dollars to spend on a night with we're going us, to Nobu. Apparently. We're going to we're going to wait. And now Nobu. is this we you Saul and Bess or just you? Is it's this the it's royal me we? Saul and Bess and actually my other friend uh, Jenny Owen Youngs. It's, it's technically the the robot explosion. Oh, I see. But so I'm so, not invited. No, I mean you know if you if you want to drop we we don't have to go to Nobu. We can go. Um, there's some other really great uh, places. Have you been to that Greek place on 57th Molivos? I have. Place I like and because um, oh, you're Greek. Well, I'm, they're they're pretty good, but I mean, I, I, I like, like other food. food that I actually prefer French food to Greek food. Oh, I love. There's going to be all. no music on this podcast whatsoever. So well, I, I I legitimately love hearing my voice. I'm going to play music now, and then we're going to get Aww. back to these tirades. I'm going to pick the song this time, and I'm going to pick "Death and the Hobo" by the Zatapex. I don't know them. This is going to be an acoustic record, right, guys? Yeah. Hit it. DJ! I'm a DJ remover, a lyrical hoover, sucking up the rhymes from here to Vancouver, yeah. Work it, girls, work it. I wanna see your hands in the air. This one goes out to all the rock and roll kids, all those pop punkers. Get out! Dark and lonely road, it's been raining seven days and fourteen nights. My heartaches for my old hometown, been roaming all these years, just don't seem right.
Then I slip beneath the top into a box, couple of handles. See this time when I best face it by a single burning candle, oh yeah. You said Joe's the name, this hobo's game's the best on crazy lonely nights like these. Then he laughs, he says, you're hungry, son, it's like a crescenting can full of beans. He said, kid, I wanna tell you something, be broke for seven decades and I never wanted nothing, oh yeah. That's alright And I strove enough The none was worth my strife Nature I loved And next to nature I And I walked both hands Before the fire of life When it shrinks I'm ready to depart This planet Earth is spinning Like a top across the table of the gods And sometimes soon he's gonna flick me off He smiles, he gives this crooked kind of nod Don't need the yes sir, no sir Three bags full sir Tonight I'm in something and tomorrow I'm in Tulsa The only gold I need Is right there in them lights And that's alright That's alright And I strove for that the none was worth my strife Nature I loved And next to nature I And I warmed both hands Before the fire of life It shrinks I'm ready to depart There'll be no wife to shed no tears when I am gone As long as kids like you are roaming, son I know a tiny part of me lives on Don't need the yes sir, no sir, three bags full sir Tonight you're in feeling and tomorrow you're in Tulsa The only gold you'll need Well it's right there in them lights and that's alright So you guys have something else up on MySpace that I think is pretty cool outside of dinner. The option, not the option, or the offer, if anyone wants to remix your songs, that you'll happily remix their songs with a caveat of if you like that band and if you think it's, you know, oh, yeah, mutually yeah. beneficial. But I think that's pretty cool. Where's uh, that all coming from and why? Well, it's it's a little bit uh, selfish. I want to have a uh, a remix album of the the current album we have. Uh, out I'd like uh, around the time of the next album I want to have a remix album and uh, good electronic music is very few and very far between because dance music just flat out sucks unless it's you know ironic 80s I mean hmm. Isn't all I don't know ironic. but like you know your, your, your house music and jungle music I'm not really a fan of we, all that um, kind of stuff we were out drinking at a bar and it was me Chad Chris Grivet and Graf and the bar only had two CDs because their jukebox was broken, so they had, I don't even remember what the one was, but the other one was like 74 straight minutes of dance freestyle. Yeah, that's so, awful. Well, we decided to do that night after drinking several pints of beer that we needed to start a dance band, and we needed to have 14 tracks done by Thursday. 
Uh, we got to, I think, 12 tracks by Thursday with no vocals. But um, yeah. Ultra Mega Dance Party, 1998. Was it 98? No, this was like <laughs> last summer. Perfect. Yeah. yeah oh, it's, it's last it's, winter, actually. It's a pretty easy genre. Yeah. So, I mean, have electronic elements to your music and keep it in a, a rock and roll kind of vibe, then I'm down for it. And, uh, I mean, so far, the only people have been friends of ours and people I've begged. Okay. But, uh, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, remixing is, is fun, and it's... Absolutely. And it's just a cool way to, you know... Network. Network. That's not what I was going to say, mash up, but network works oh. as well. Yeah. Um, let us play oh. Car Crash by Age of Rockets, the newer version. Whew. Because if you recall, and I know you do... I do. ...that uh, the original version was played right here months ago right before the, for the Carla Palooza podcast. So um Oh wow. Yeah, remember that? See, yeah, you remember. That's crazy. Yeah, Carla Palooza, that was nuts. That was a good time. <laughs> All right, here we are, Age of Rockets.
an interesting side note if anyone cares uh that song originally was not called praying for a car crash and it was going to be on the next uh attention deficit i did not album know that. but uh, i completely reworked it and changed it so it, it's 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 that dun 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 yeah dun, yeah, dun yeah is, that, that, was going to be present but the rest of it's kind of that part I was it's funny I was listening to it yesterday yeah. and gearing up for this and I was like man that part really sounds attention deficit esque. Yeah. I well I yeah. It's it was and I I completely well I guess not completely rewrote it. I everything I I wrote originally was in there. I see. So, this is the portion of the podcast where you uh self-promote and I ask a pointed question so you can self-promote, but how was that European tour that you guys just came off of? And well, was, by just, I mean like 2 months ago? Yeah. Well, it was just it was just England, but it was it was great. England is ridiculous. Anyone who has an opportunity to go over there, I I fully uh endorse it. Actually, the person who who put the entire thing together, uh, a fellow by the name of Rob, actually found me through uh the ergs oh wow website because for a little while they had uh, my cover of the ergs song um did you have, have you not, not heard that? i have not heard that no a million perfect days oh okay uh i mean i could send it to you but uh i we should play that right now yeah it's pretty short too it's just acoustic and pretty i guess uh but yes yeah, so that's how he it was very funny because like the the second night there uh we both like i mentioned that i was in the tattletales and he's like you know the tattletales and we, we realized that like we're, it's a small world it's ridiculously all. fucking small world but yeah england is amazing uh london is kind of the exact same as new york except prettier but also that no one no one came to the the london show because aren't you terrified of london I'm always looking the wrong way, and that's my cell phone going off. <gasps> you have the, the fucking podcast. Final Fantasy thing yeah, on your cell phone. Who is I it? I have the, uh, hold on, I'm not gonna. Hey, Nick, let me call you back. Hey, Nick. All right, later. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's great. Uh, yeah, I do have the Final Fantasy ringtone, and we'll get to that in a, in a minute as well. Oh, love Final Fantasy. Um, where were we? London. Oh, London. aren't you afraid for your life? I'm always looking the wrong way, and then oh, there's yeah. speeding buses coming you, you an You need to think about that constantly. It just, yeah, the, the traffic is the wrong way. You need to constantly have that in your head. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually, uh, when I first got, we rented a car, and I got behind the wheel, and I, I drove about 13 feet, and uh, I had a, I literally like had a panic attack and just started weeping <laughs> openly, and then Bess had to drive for the first like four days of tour. That makes a lot of sense. I would never drive there. You are a braver well, soul than you, mine. If, you, if you're in a car for like six hours a day and watching it happen, you kind of, and you know, I'm a pretty yeah, good driver. Sweet. So, but yeah, otherwise it's, it's great. Okay. Here is uh, my friends, Konamore. They are um, a New York all-girl band uh, and they are very, very rocking and very awesome. And the name of the song is? Day of the Machines.
so sticking with the uh, UK theme, yes, you guys did very well for yourselves from an internet fan base based on the um, Harry Potter song that you did. Well, of yeah. the Killer Curse. It's not really about Harry Potter, I truthfully. Have, okay. But I mean, it, I mean, it, it is called Avada Kedavra, which is, which is the Harry Potter uh, killing curse. curse. Yeah, that uh, only only Harry's survived. Thanks to love. Thanks to love. That's the love o- saves the day. We're not playing Love Saves the Day either. It does. But what? I have nothing else to ask about that question. I well, I mean, it you is. To go on it's more, it's Harry Potter esque. Okay. So let's go with uh, yet another Age of Rockets song with Avada Kedavra. I could never say that. No idea who they are.
So to break format, there'll be two more questions and that'll be it because we are out of music at this point. You went to music school. I did. I went to conservatory. And as highfalutin as that sounds, mm-hmm. how has that affected or changed your songwriting? Well, it was it was a pretty progressive uh, conservatory. It was based prim- uh, it, it had a fancy name, but it was basically uh, rock music mm-hmm. conservatory. Do you find yourself putting more diminished fifths in everything you do? Oh no! I mean, it, it wasn't really. I mean, I do the 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 other end. The I'll do measures of five four, mm-hmm. and then like eight six time. You do, do like crazy crazy different time signatures, and like I'll try and have different polyrhythms on top of each other. Basically, uh, try and make like m- melodically really poppy things happen on top of dissonant tempos. Maybe not tempo. Tempo is not, not the right word. Really whatever. Tempo-wise things that wouldn't make... Eh, whatever. Okay. I mean... Easy, I know. You're artsy and you're fartsy. We got it. I, we got it. I am uh, definitely very pretentious. That's Art, what I should have went with. I mean, that's the best there's word. no way around that. I'm a complete asshole. But the, the whole way the uh, program was structured was that, like, you know, if you, if you can't write, you know, a decent song going into it, then this is complete bullshit and a waste of your time. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, there Which were... Which you can. So it yeah, yeah. Wasn't. I mean, I'm really good. Uh, but the... <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there were no grades like i i oh wow well there there were but like you you got an a no matter what because it, it was just like it was pointless because you know there, there's no there's no uh job in the field of music where they're gonna be like show me Ooh, your grades you got a c plus you got a c plus in brower from her afraid not tempos and time signatures no way so i mean it grades didn't really matter it was just four years of non-stop you know fun music and craziness and drinking and that's college and drugs and but all like you know when we would have parties we would make there were acoustic guitars and we would just sing along each other's songs and then like you know david bowie songs and that's sweet yeah i mean and i only realized after college that that's really nerdy Mm -hmm. and lame but we were drinking we were drinking like pbr too it wasn't like loser like wine coolers or anything else (laughs) it was you know we're we're doing it doing it it (laughs) internet technology (laughs) <laughs> that didn't make sense no no it really didn't but that's mm, okay it's a good segue uh not so well actually we can sort of use it as a segue I mean, by I the way it's yes. like blowing my mind that you keep saying that i don't even know if it's been off mic that you're waiting to do real drums on this track or real drums on that track oh yeah yeah, I, yeah. real drums and and you does not compute you know it's that kind of craziness to me and that sort of brings me to the final question yeah which, I mean, I've seen you play a couple times, at least, with just a drum machine. Yeah. And it's fucking awesome. It's not even a drum machine, just a CD player based with your, your yeah. beats. That So it's really nuts to me. Live music, here's the uh, scripted question, mm. is usually faster. People tend to play faster because they're playing off the audience's energy. Right. And since you have used a drum machine in the past, or even going forward with set tempos, do you find that limiting playing live? And if so, how do you combat it? Well, I, it, it is limiting. I mean, you, you have to, ever. you have to, it's a lot of trial and error because you, you do want to speed up the, the tracks from the, the recorded version a little bit, which I don't know how many of those we actually speed up. You, you kind of have to bring the energy in a different way. That was like the most uh, troubling thing coming from like being in pretty much just punk bands mm-hmm. because that's like all it is live. You just kind of get away from like speed as like kind of the emotional pull for the the live song. Kind of just try and be as you know drunk and not not sloppy drunk, but like you know like kind of. I have seen you finish a bottle of wine during an entire set. Yeah, that was good. Thank you. (laughs) I am an alcoholic, (laughs) to be fair. Um, Yeah, just kind of try and be as kind of. uh, I mean, not in, a, in, a, in an emo way necessarily, but uh, just not kind tragically, of... tragically, just Yeah, more just kind of, you know, really like kind of... Matter of fact. Yeah. Which, you know, I, I've still got a lot to learn about. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely more of like a studio kind of person, so it's, it's, it's weird for me. Actually, the, the last show we played in the Knitting Factory with Kiss Kiss, who we played, um, was the, the first time that like we actually like an actual like good New York show where people were singing along, and that was like, oh, I guess the first awesome. time we were like... It was uh, kind of, we were doing that kind of interaction between fans and stuff. And it was really more of just like, a, people were just dancing. I guess that's really what it is. It's electronics that people people dance. Sometimes you got to dance. Sometimes. There's Sometimes you got to dance. Bar mitzvahs. Funerals. Always. That was weird. He made a funeral joke. Okay. Why? <laughs> Why? 
Why not? Okay. I didn't um, know there would be funeral jokes on this podcast. Yeah. I always expect funeral jokes on podcasts like the IGN guys. That's all they talk about. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well. Um, anything else you got to plug? Let's MySpace The Age of Rockets. Or uh, the Age of Rockets. Rockets. Well, with one E. The Age of Rockets, I guess. Um, oh. MySpace.com oh. slash The Age of Rockets. And, um, Pardonnez-moi. Well, I mean, I don't know. The, the word the, I always think two E's. Like, you know. The, the, all right, whatever. Maybe not, I don't even Jerk. know. But, uh, I mean, not so much for me, just in case you hated uh, any Age of Rocket songs you heard, but uh, on the, the influence list on our MySpace, there's mm-hmm. uh, all of our friends, all of uh, people we went to music school with. All set up in all, the theme all... of Star Wars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which uh, I appreciate. Which is good. <laughs> well, Star Wars, you know, it's the most important thing in the world. And uh, so and video games these days. You, can, you can listen to all our, our friends there, too, and... Uh, I mean, yeah. Now it's my turn to plug. Wo-records.com and uh, as always, questions or comments, concerns, tears, funeral, <laughs> uh, W-H-O-A-O-H at gmail.com and uh, that'll just about do it for Wo Records Podcast 9 with uh, Andrew Deficit, Andrew Futural, Andrew Rocket. Uh, I have not uh, heard Deficit in a yeah. while. <laughs> Yeah, it's come to my attention that you're Andrew Futural now to me, well, which is strange. I was kind of expecting more, uh, more uh, attention deficit, like kind of like uh, the brutal questions. No, I, I don't make guests feel uncomfortable. Well, it would make me feel uncomfortable. Well, know. then answer whatever brutal question you would have imagined me to ask. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know, just you know about. Uh, I mean, it doesn't even matter. Okay, that's. <laughs> I was just expecting a little bit more of a of a run for that. I mean, I guess I guess no one really cares about that band anymore. Probably not. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I do. A little. So when you said probably not, you meant... I was lying. Me. Me. Solamente. (laughs) (laughs) I just found my attention deficit t-shirt, actually. It was in the back of my closet. We had t-shirts? With the ringer. Oh. Yeah, those. What a... What a... Poor... Poorly... The ringer's all screwed up. Yeah. Anyway. All right. That's it. And that's that. Um, Later. Perfect day.